0: In my personal space fleet, I'm uh, uh, intending to build at the uh, commencement of it, just a few spaceships and then 10 and then 10,000. And so when I build my space fleet, I'm going to need a place to uh, keep it. And so security is going to be a big deal for me. And one of the reasons is I've never figured out uh, highly effective security. If you have a, a really effective door lock, then somebody might break the door. And if, if you have a really effective armor system, people might try to get in in other ways. For instance, if you have a push button to get inside your spaceship with wires that go through the hull, then what you end up with is uh, people will just try to tear the button off and try to um, figure a way to um, activate the, the hatch opener. And then um, you know, the computer sequence, whatever you want to call it. And then um, I use a different system. And then they, um, they're gonna try to break in that way. Now my old system was simple. It was a system based on uh, trust. So I had a key that I would take out of the spaceships. It was a huge key, uh, the size of a uh, clipboard, that was uh, more than an inch thick, and uh, a little bigger than a clipboard. And it had stuff in it, like a, um, like a metal clipboard. So uh, you know, paper, pins, but also other things that were useful. And so. When I did this, people could go inside my spaceship and look at it, they just couldn't use it because I took the key. But until then, I need to finish uh, building the fleet. So with the fleet of spaceships, if I have 10,000 of them, my intention is that they're coming and going from the Earth and other worlds continually. I wanna have a working space fleet that the spaceships get almost no rest, but men do. So a man might work seven or eight hours Uh, piloting the spaceship coming and going from the earth and other worlds and then another man might work at the next shift. And the main thing I would use a spaceship for is space tours. There's a huge interest in the earth looking at uh, the galaxy. I've been looking at Google search results and what people look for are things like who put the Mars rover on Mars? How far away is Mars? Can I go to Mars? Can I go to the moon? Can I go to other worlds? Uh, Can I go to other planets in the solar system? How big is the solar system? Can I? go in a uh, spaceship? Can I go to space? Can I go in a space rocket? Can I go in the space shuttle? People just want to see space travel and they just want to see space. So uh, my first intention is just to do space tours. And if I have 10,000 ships traveling different worlds doing space tours, I'll probably become extremely rich, extremely fast. And after that, I want to build my own monolithic spaceship. I want to use all the wealth I get to build a giant monolithic spaceship where I could take a hundred or a thousand uh, men out into space, or slightly more than that, maybe even two thousand uh, at one time, just for my own personal travels. And also, so I can, when I travel to other um, worlds with friends that have spaceships, they can dock their spaceships on mine. Um, Which would be cool. It'd just be for fun and for interest so I could talk to other spacefaring civilizations that I know and Go and see them and discuss technology in the future and have a common place to meet no matter where we are in space Now all of our spaceships are designed that we can communicate, but I would just do that for fun They'd probably all enjoy it and then they might build ships like that too, which they haven't done But I would do it entirely for peace and then with my giant monolithic spaceship, there'd be no profit. it would be entirely for my pleasure. There'd be no profit. Entirely. It'd be entirely for my pleasure just to go meet and see people on other worlds. And what i want to go with is a really friendly uh, spaceship design. But I'd probably go with one that's kind of neutral, just a large spaceship with uh, solid construction, long-lasting construction. And then after a while, then I might leave and go to the next galaxy and do the same thing. And I might do that for a long time until I've been to every galaxy. And so I wouldn't do it for wealth or anything like that. For profit, I would do it for my pleasure. Once you have the freedom to travel the whole universe, then money has a lot less utility. Especially when I'm accepted as a guest on many worlds, I can just go and they won't even give me their food. I wouldn't even have to think about food or anything else. And instead of money with civilizations, what we would trade is technology, knowledge, or um, useful materials. So I might bring them food as a gift often. So I would often, with the money that I have, give gifts such as food, or cotton, or nylon, or computer chips, or circuit boards, so, or fiber optic cable, which is still useful for a long time. So with uh, space travel technology, <coughs> What I'm thinking about is the design uh, of my ships, and so it will probably take me about three years before I begin construction of the spaceships, and I intend it's first probably to outsource a lot of it, everything except for the drive system, which I'll build myself, so no one can build a ship like mine except for me. And then I wanna hire uh, space pilots uh, to do space tours. So when I'm looking at the spaceship design system that I use for, um, for myself, for my fleet, and then for my own ship, which will be probably two different systems. Um, that way the, the 10,000 spaceships I have are not a military threat. They're not, they're not, they don't have weapons or anything. They just have uh, a way to go and travel at high speed safely. Then um, when I make these ships, these spaceships, I'm probably just gonna outsource the components. So once I have my final design which I'm fairly close to right now, and I outsource the components, it'll be how long it takes for them to build the few components, the computer components, the hull, you might call it, the hatch to get in and out, a couple of the other technologies. Then I'll assemble the, I'll do the final assembly so nobody knows exactly how anything works on the spaceships. And then uh, the Earth might have a couple beneficial technologies if somebody figures it out. And after I assemble everything, then what I might do is uh, go to every world. And what I would leave behind is mysteries and secrets and questions. So if you want to find out how I did it, I'd leave behind mysteries and secrets. So you can figure out how to do it your own way. You don't need to copy me or anything like that. Now, I'm not that interested in how NASA or any space program does it now. And the reason is, even though a lot of these space agencies might be doing a lot of interesting things, I don't want to use rockets, and I don't want to use similar technology as yours. And you might one day use space rockets to travel around, but I'm not interested in that. I've found uh, other ways that I might choose to do forever, and I want to do those ways. And so I don't want to change what you do, and I I don't think you have, um, I don't know if you have an interest in adopting what I do. See, if I make a spaceship, you might want it to study it, and you might want it to use it. And I might even take you up in space tours, but you can't have it. And the reason is not rude. It's actually, if I have 10,000 spaceships, um, I don't give them to anyone. That way you guys know I'm not giving away technology and it's safe when I have 10,000 spaceships. It's important in space that there's peace. And peace can only happen when we trust each other and we can really only truly trust those that are honest. So. I'm gonna build some spaceships and use them for space tourism, just for general interest, for anyone who's interested, just take pictures with their phones. And so for my designs, it'll be basically uh, only required components and nothing else. So no uh, bells and whistles, just uh, high-speed space travel at one-quarter galaxy speed. It's my hope that they'll go across the galaxy in four days. So I call that one-quarter galaxy speed. It'll take one day to go across one-quarter of the galaxy in the spaceships, that's the um, plan for my design. I have a drive system in mind that will do exactly that. I just have to overcome a few uh, de- design details. Uh, humorously, I have to, um, once the drive is going, it works perfectly. And there's no, um, I've designed it so there's no kinetic energy transfer to the people. So if you accelerate from zero to 20,000 times the speed of light, there's no g-forces. So, That worked, but I haven't decided how I want to get the drive started, curiously. So I need a a way to turn it on and turn it off. And a couple details like that, a way that I like. I don't like the ways that I've come up with so far. So once I've got that done, what I'll probably do is build a test vehicle and then start to travel around the earth and go in and out of space on short journeys with limited oxygen and stuff like that. And once I've tested it and it works, then um, I want to design, finish do the final design on uh, the, the entire spaceship and then um, all the components and then I'm gonna outsource those in the earth so someone else can get money in the earth from the work that they do. I can get the components, that's what I want and then I can get my profit from space tourism. Taking people to space on space tours and then uh, once I have 10 spaceships, then they can, uh, I can hire pilots to go pilot those while I do other work until I have 100, then 1,000, then 10,000 spaceships traveling to different worlds. And so for me, the goal is just to set up communication systems on other worlds so they can communicate with me at any time and uh, to start to set up an um, intergalactic empire of peace to establish a precedent that peace can always be established through peaceful conversation and technology and other things might come later. So I wanna leave those on other worlds, and then later I might put ways to quick travel to other worlds, throughout the worlds, so they can visit each other and see each other face to face, hopefully without bringing a bunch of weapons, without threatening each other, without war, and then uh, to get back to their home after they're done talking there. Day trips for conversation, peaceful conversation. And then the machines I might put in uh, translation systems like, uh, like an app so they can uh, translate other people's words Uh, when it's written words, it's very difficult to do that when someone speaks, but it's much easier when they write. So if they're sending back and forth written messages and pictures, then it's kind of like having a pen pal and all they need to do then is start translating the words into their own language. And pretty soon they've learned a second language. And that that 15 year old girl might later become a diplomat. That 15 year old boy might later become an ambassador. And those diplomats and ambassadors might travel to other worlds and they might establish peace again and again and again having friendly conversation, hearing peaceful words spoken by me on their world every day. And then later there might be a galactic empire of peace where they speak of family, friends, pizza, birthday parties, celebrations, happy and joyful things, family on each world, family from other worlds or friends from other worlds. And then maybe one day later, family. And so with travel, with peace, with conversation, happiness, um, That might be their idea of an empire. On other worlds, that might be their idea. And maybe they've, in a thousand years, never seen and never heard of war in the galaxy. So if war ever comes, they can always remember a time of peace and how to have it again. Conversation, speaking peaceful words. So the purpose of my fleet would be to do all that. And then one day I hope to take my whole fleet to the next galaxy and do it again and the next galaxy and do it again and the next galaxy and do it again until the whole universe is populated with communications technology where they can speak peace and then one day I might come back and I might assist with um, space travel technology and then one day there might be a legend 50,000 years from now that, that galactic space travel technology came from a man that traveled from far away maybe he died maybe it came from people who traveled from far away and now they're extinct, or maybe they left, or maybe they're hidden, maybe they're still here. So there might be stories and legends for thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of years about what happens in the future. And so what's happening right now at NASA and other space agencies, that might be a big part of the story as well. Maybe in this galaxy by the time I come back, maybe in 50,000 years there'll be space rockets everywhere. And then I might say, I'm the one that put the communications uh, systems on every world and wrote down their languages. And then I might leave again. And there might be legend after legend of me. See, for me there's a lot of joy knowing that there might be peace and friendly conversation and stories, mysteries, things unknown. There's a lot of joy in thinking of those things for me. So. If I ever do talk to men and women in the earth about spaceship and spaceship design, all I'm looking for is the joy of the conversation. I'm not looking for um, employment. I'm not looking to control what anyone else does. I'm not looking to change what everyone else does. I'm not even looking to change the world. I might not even be looking to improve the world. I'm just looking to leave behind, in the earth maybe, and in other worlds certainly, communications, and to, sh- and to leave behind pictures of the solar system, of Neptune, and of the galaxy. So there might be interest and intrigue for everyone who wants to know what space looks like. They might one day become spaceship designers, spaceship captains, engineers, pilots. Those who, after seeing the galaxy again and again on space tours on their birthday when they were 15, then 16, then 18 years old, after seeing all of that, chose to learn mathematics